you really believe that you can get out of the jam that you find yourself in on your own, yet God is calling you to trust Him instead. Which way do you go? We'll talk about that next on Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Thinking we're capable of doing things on our own, oftentimes we make more of a mess of things than is really necessary when all God wants us to do is trust in Him. Greetings. Welcome to Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. You know, we're not the only ones to find ourselves in that kind of mess. The Israelites were as well. And that's what we're looking at today in Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 15. Join us. A fast horse or a faithful God? Which one would you choose? from Valley Bible Church in Hercules. Let's catch up with Pastor Phil Howard for today's broadcast of Truth For Today. There's a person, only one person can save you from the trouble that's coming. If you think you're in trouble now, you've seen nothing. You think a little 6.1 earthquake is bad, wait until you read Revelation and see what's coming. When the islands of the sea flee away, I think Hawaii is an island. He said it won't be anymore in the tribulation period. It's going to make it disappear. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And I don't care how bad you want the happy hour and let the good times roll. It's coming. It's coming. The Titanic is sinking. And no matter of religion, no matter of good, positive self-image preaching you want to hear, you need to flee to the God who's going to bring the trouble. He's the only one that can deliver you from the trouble that's coming. And you clap because you're saints who believe it. A hostile world says, man, that sounds like hellfire and brimstone. Well, uh, it smells a little bit like it. Is it true? Is it true? So far, none of the elders or deacons have asked me to lie to you. They've asked me to tell you the truth. And so, what is the remedy? What's the remedy when you're in and facing divine judgment and divine trouble? What is the remedy? Look at verse 15. This is the remedy. Listen to what he says. For thus said the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest you shall be saved. And quietness and in trust shall be your strength. Now, this word here, this is ESV, and that's a good translation. Repentance is a good word, but the idea of the repentance is here you've turned and you're returning to the God who brought you into this land. You're returning to your God instead of going away in a false alliance. Return to God, Israel, Judah. Return to God. Why don't you go back to him? When has he ever failed to deliver his people? When has he not helped us? When has he ever failed those who trust him? Return. Return. Come back. It's like telling the prodigal, come home, son. There's plenty of food in the house. There's plenty of warmth. We've got plenty to cover your nakedness. There's enough soap to wash all that hog manure off of you. Come home. Come. Return. 
stubborn, backsliding Israel. The prophet called her like a stubborn heifer. I used to visit an uncle and aunt in Oklahoma. He took care of cattle for rich oil men out of Tulsa. And I want to tell you, uh, for some city boy like me, they were scary roundups. He would let hogs on government land, and they, would be, they were not domesticated. They'd grown the uh, tusk, and they were wild. Uh, and when they were getting them to market, they would bring a group of men. I mean, everything from two-by-fours. They would charge you. They, they would gore you. Uh, let me tell you, he said, and when you were trying to get them up into a truck, they would just, you know, stubborn, pull back. And God said, you're like a stubborn heifer. I can't get you to move. You won't go. You're pulling back. You're pulling back. I'll break you, Israel. I'll break that stubbornness in you if it takes eternity. He says, I'm, I'm saying this to you, Israel. I know about your alliance. I know about your rebellion. I know about your rejection. I, the Holy One of Israel, said, if you would just return to me. If you would just trust me. Rely on me. Guess what? I'll save you. Come back to me. I'll be your strength, not the horses of Egypt. I'll be your rescuer. I'll get the glory. Why don't you return to me? Return. Return. It's a moving, moving. And then he says, notice that, in returning and rest, and the rest here is uh, the repose that I'm back in God's care. I'm, 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 just, I'm just resting in God. You see, when you trust God, you don't have to have a nervous breakdown trying to get yourself out of trouble. He's enough. He's enough. And then watch this. In quietness and in trust shall be your strength. And that quietness is like lying down. Uh, I'm at rest if you're in charge. I think of my, sometimes we'd go over by the Antioch Bridge. My dad was a great swimmer. Grew up on the Grand River in Oklahoma. He could swim. But as a kid, I couldn't swim. I was scared to death. I'm afraid of water. And, uh, but I remember when he would take me out to water up to his shoulders and have me, you know, all my confidence was in him. Not what I could do if he let go. If he let go, I'd drown. Whose arms are you in? Whose arms are you in? Are you trusting yourself? Well, you're going to just melt. You're going you're to be helpless when the armies come. You're going to be helpless as the troubles come. We use a saying, I'm leaning on the everlasting arms. Beneath me, I'm in the shelter of his wings. God carries his people. And he said, if you would just be quiet, not all of this. I'll take care of it. I'll fix it. You can't fix it. You can't fix your trouble. Only God can. And when you come to God, 
You can just rest and say, I finally got my case in the hands of one who's got all the strength, all the power, all that's needed, and I can quit fretting. He can take care of me. Is that a sweet repose? I remember something that's overwhelming. When the night I got saved, it's a Tuesday night. Uh, we were in trouble with Russia at Egypt, 1958. And I, I thought World War III is going to start and had all those images in Richmond, all of the air raids and stuff we grew up with, being a war town. And my being born during World War II, you know, I heard about all the blackouts and all that kind of uh, war mentality. So I, I stayed fairly scared of Russia and world events. But I never forget that night that I put faith in Christ. As we were riding, because we met in church in 15th and Cutting, little church over there. And I was riding back from church with my dad and my sister. We went through 10th and McDonald. And right there's Hotel Don in those days. Anybody remember Hotel Don? Sure. Right. And I mean, when I got a tenth of McDonald of all places, I just, this overwhelming sense of peace, I thought, all is well. Push all the buttons you want, Russia. All is well. All is well. I had a guy just recently tell me, he said, boy, when you see what's going on in Israel and everything, do you, do you think it's, it, it's, it's about that time? It's going to happen any moment. Aren't you thinking? I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, I've been thinking that way for 55 years. I don't care what happens in Israel today or tomorrow. He's coming. I said, he's coming. And it may come when everything looks like there's peace. When all is well. He's coming. I don't need to be scared and have, you know, just a nervous breakdown. I'm really quiet in my spirit. I don't care what the Republicans or Democrats are doing. They're ruining the country in many ways. And I'm powerless to do hardly anything about it. But I will rest on the everlasting arms. I will rest. Now, if you want to watch TV all day, chew your fingernails, and fret, 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 and know more about politics than you do about sharing the gospel, go ahead and sin. You're wasting your time. Lead one at a time at the foot of the cross. I'd rather lead one little boy to Christ than to go and say, I voted. I want to lead someone to Christ. That's my politics. It's why you just can't stand me in the pulpit. Don't ask me to promote politics. They're bankrupt. Our alliances with either party, anything, any weaponry, my trust is higher up. I trust is higher up. Well, finally, a rejected God says he waits to be merciful. Look at verse 18. Therefore, the Lord waits to be gracious to you. Well, why are you waiting, Lord? I'm waiting for you to return. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to repent. I'm waiting for you to say you can trust me. I'm waiting for you to uh, cooperate with me. I've got plenty of grace. I want to heal you. I want to rescue you. But 
when I offered you this rest back here in verse 15, it says, you were unwilling. Listen to what they said. God, thanks for the offer, but we don't need you. Don't be hurt, but we just don't need you. Well, well, what's your alternative? Watch this. No, we will flee upon horses. We've already got to get up posse to escape our enemy. Oh, he said, is that right? And then God says, therefore, you shall flee away. You're not kidding. You're going to flee. Watch. And we will ride upon swift steeds. Who needs God when you got a swift horse? Or Colt 38. Therefore, your pursuers shall be swift. By the way, you can trust God and have a Colt 38. Right, David? A thousand shall flee at the threat of one, and the threat of five you shall flee. Till you are left like a flagstaff on the top of a mountain, like a signal on a hill. And he's saying, Deuteronomy 32, 32, he said, When the rock of your salvation abandons you, one will make a thousand flee. And I'm going to abandon you, Israel, to your enemies. Go. You've chosen this. Go. And one invader is going to make a thousand of you run for your life. But the promise had been to Israel Your enemy will flee before you, but you've offended me. I'm taking away my protection. And watch what happens to you when I don't protect you. The enemy is going to invade you. Uh, I wait to be gracious to you. Uh, It's, I read something that Sophocles said, a, a Greek philosopher, and I thought it was profound. The keenest sorrow is to recognize ourselves as the sole source of all of our adversities. We produce the majority of the trouble in our lives. You, not your wife, not your employer, you are the source of the majority of your trouble. I'll let you think on it. Just a moment. Pray about it. I said, you. Well, I didn't have good parents. Welcome to the club. You must be a human being. You are blessed to have what you had. Well, I didn't marry good. Well, what were you thinking about? I wasn't thinking. And when you started thinking, you said, whew, I'm married to you? Yep. <laughs> what you don't know, that's what she was thinking too. <laughs> wait, wait, we told you to marry only in the Lord. We told you to do it God's way, and all you wanted was sex. You didn't think you need to do, God didn't need to be in it. If you don't have sex, it won't make it. Okay, do it your way. Do it your way. Go ahead, Frankie, sing it. I did it my way. That's the problem with Frankie and those who perish without Christ. They did it their way. And that's your problem. You might be living your life your way. Why don't you rely on God? He's asking you to return to me. Rely on me. 
and I'll give you rest. I'll be your strength. I long to be gracious. He's a merciful God. He himself will deliver you from the trouble he's about to bring on you if you just turn to him. A wonderful way when you're growing up. There's not any young people in this service, so there's enough that could relate. The greatest way to survive a spanking, I grew up under spankings. I know you can't spell it, but it's, I, I got spanked. And my older brothers and them taught me the secret. Get as close to dad as you can. Does anyone know what I mean? Boy, out here, whoo, I mean, it's flying. But when you get close, daddy, daddy, daddy. You just cut down centrifugal force. Just say, daddy, daddy, daddy. And that's what God's telling you. Return to me. Get next to me, and I'll save you from me. I want to bless you, but if you don't want to cooperate, I promise you trouble, for you've rejected my word, you refuse to rely on me, and you're refusing to return to me. What do you expect? I have to say, some of you don't need a counseling appointment. You need a return appointment. You don't need to say a pastor. You need to talk to God. He's the one that you're rejecting. He's the one that maybe he's dealing with you about some sin in your life or some attitude or whatever, some adjustment that you need to make. Uh, boy, I grew up uh, that you talked it over with God. You didn't run to men. Men cannot deliver you from divine trouble. You must go to the source of your trouble. How are you and God getting along? What's your attitude? And I would summarize it this way. Are you living in reliance on God or living in an alliance with men? And that alliance with men can come in many forms, money, security, all the things that we, we can be trusting in while we're rejecting God, rejecting his word, rejecting a heart relationship with him. He's saying, come, come, I long to be merciful to you. So I was praying a few weeks ago. When this passage just spoke to me, my wife quotes it all the time. This is one of her favorite verses. And as I was studying it and praying, I was writing down my list of anxieties and fears and challenges in my little prayer journal. And I was writing this and that, and we need this and we need that. And I, I don't know the answer to this. All, all the issues in my life from church to family to grandchildren. You know, when you have grandchildren, you're never through praying, God will save your loved ones. I thought once my daughters got saved, that's over, they're saved. Now I got 12 out there. And I'm not sure how many of them are saved. So it's never over. You know what I think? Even that night when the lights went out, I instantly thought, how many of my grandchildren will see the lights turned out? But as I prayed to the Lord, I simply said to him, listen to me, Father. I don't have any horses in the stalls. I don't have any horses to deliver me. All I've got is you. And you said you were enough. 
He said, you'd be all the wisdom I need, all the strength I need. And it doesn't look good for me to have a nervous breakdown as a pastor because I can't see all the needs in this church met the way I'd like. It just doesn't advertise you well. He had a nervous breakdown trusting God. You said quietness and rest would be mine. If I return, if I relied, quiet my spirit, quiet my soul, let me be content. Wait on the Lord, and he shall renew your strength. And as Jehoshaphat, the battle is not yours. The battle is mine. Are you trusting fast horses or a faithful God? Our Father, we thank you for your word, for the sobering truths, the gripping truths. I'm amazed that after all the rejection and uh, stubbornness that Judah gave you, you still stood to offer grace. You said you were waiting to be gracious if they'd only return. If there's anyone here that does not know Jesus, has never seen the loveliness that's in the wonderful person of Christ, that he is God's escape from God's wrath. He is God's escape from God himself. We get next to your Father in Jesus, and there's no whipping there. There's nothing but embrace and enfolding. We love you, Father. And I hope I never say that self-righteously. I love you because I can't help myself. Who else is there to love like you? Thank you for the privilege. Thank you. I would rather have a faithful God than a million dollars or a large military. I don't mind taking both. I'll take the military and the million, but they can never be the substitute for you. I've got to have you. Bless these dear people. Who cares for these people today? As you flooded my heart this morning, I prayed, does anybody love the hearers that will be there this morning? Does anybody care? Does anybody have any help to offer? And I thought, the eternal God, the Holy One of Israel is our help. And he'll be here. And he offers himself. He is the help that can never fail. We bless your name and count it an honor to be a spokesman that says, come to our God and he shall forgive, he shall rescue. Thank you for the privilege. In Jesus' name, amen. And this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard from Valley Bible Church in Hercules. Thank you for joining us today. We trust and pray our time together has encouraged you in your walk and your relationship with Jesus Christ. As we conclude our time together today, we would remind you that copies of today's program are yours simply for the asking. Contact us either by phone, mail, or email. You can stop by our website, valleybible.org, place an email order, or give us a call at 855-833-9864. That's 855-833-9864. Simply mention today's date when you contact us. You can also write, our address is 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, 
We're here in Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. You're also welcome to join us for worship here at Valley Bible Church in Hercules. If you don't belong to a church at this point in time, consider this a formal invitation to join us for worship. We meet at 9 and 11, and all of our directions and information can be found again on our website, valleybible.org, or simply call 855-833-9864. As we near the end of the year, I know that there are many of you who are considering year-end gifts. Would you consider Truth For Today on that list? It is through your prayers and your financial involvement with this ministry that allows us to continue the ministry on a weekly basis here on KFAX. And again, all of your gifts are tax-deductible, and we would love for you to again consider a year-end gift as we come to the close of 2014. And we would also ask that you consider monthly giving as well. This is a listener-supported ministry, and we're able to come to you on a weekly basis as you, our faithful listeners, continue to support the ministry. So consider that as you contact us again at 855-833-9864. You can also give securely online at our website, valleybible.org, or simply write. 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California, and the zip code is 94547. We thank you for joining us today, and trust we'll see you again next week at this same time as we bring you another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard, the ministry of Valley Bible Church in Hercules. Until then, may God bless you as you seek His truth for today. Today.